Hello everyone, welcome to the very first episode of Trapped in My Mind. I am your host, Seth Atkinson, and today I have the welcoming of one of my oldest friends, Ross Cecil. Hello, beautiful people. <laughs> Thank you for being on. I've been mentioning this to you for, what, two months now, how I wanted to do this? Yep. And you were one of the people from the get-go to be like, oh yeah, I'm down for it. Yeah, I, I mean, I think, honestly, everybody should try to have a podcast or something like that. I think it's important for people to get their voice out have these conversations and, and do something like this. So, um, congrats. Um, you know, we're here. We <laughs> Hopefully it, it goes how I want it to. Yeah, cheers, man. Yeah, cheers. No, I'm excited because when you said that, um, we, were, we were having drinks, a, what, a couple couple months ago? Mm-hmm. And you were saying that everybody should have a podcast. And at first I was like, ooh, I, that could be dangerous. But the point is people don't have to listen if they don't like it. So it, it, yeah. it voices out what you're trying to do, and people don't have to. It's not forcing their face. Right. Well, so. and, I mean, everybody has... Uh, you know, multiple social media accounts. So, I mean, what would... I think this is just kind of another form or another branch of that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little bit more, you know, endearing and yeah. personal and whatnot. But, you know, I, I think it we could get to a place where everybody kind of has something like this. Yeah, and now that I've heard your explanation, you know, previously, I think it... Why not have a podcast? No one listened to it, fine. But yep. I think lots of people do it and they'll have, you know, 20 viewers a week and they just they don't really care. It's, yeah. it's for them. And that's... Right. I'm not trying to get a lot of viewers. If it happens, it happens, but I'm trying to sit down and expand my horizon. So yeah. thank you for that. Of course. I'm excited to speak with you because uh, you were one of the people who I've grown up with that got rid of social media. Well, Facebook, I think, what, what 10 years? You haven't had a Facebook? Yeah, I think I, um, I went away with Facebook probably before high school. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, it's been a long time, probably 10 years, yeah. And even the social media you have now, you well, Oh, I have Snapchat. As I say, you don't have you. Have, I think it's been since high school since you've had Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. I I'd say I got rid of maybe sophomore, junior high school, uh-huh. and then Instagram uh, probably a couple of years out. But um, I actually I, I I got rid of Instagram for I, I did sober October, and I this past year. No, this is probably two three years ago. Okay. I, I I did sober October, and I wanted to kind of like do something else with it as well. So I was like, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to do social media for this whole month of October. So, I mean, which at that point, it was really only Snapchat and Instagram. Uh-huh. But um, I got through that month and I was like, why go back? Like, what what kind of joy did that bring me? What did I get out of having an Instagram account and you know, looking at other people's stuff and me posting things? And I was like, all right, well, you know, let's make it two. And then, you know, I got through three months and it was like, yeah, I, I, I don't need this. I don't want to go back. There's no real reason for me to have this. See, that's news to me. I thought you still had Instagram because we went to we went on vacation a year back. Yeah, and I, you posted I think maybe a picture or maybe I just tagged you in posts, but because your your account's not deactivated, I don't think. No, I don't. I don't think it is. Well, so this is actually like a. I, I haven't signed in since that October. Oh, okay. So and, and and when I read, I was trying to delete the whole thing, mm-hmm. and when I read the you know terms and conditions or whatever it was it said a year of inactivity your account will automatically be you know terminated oh really so a year passed and i remember asking somebody you know look up my instagram handle and see if it's still I there i think it is and yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure it is but i have not been on it i don't have you know the app i wonder if it's activity like, like you can't be tagged in anything or something like that that's that could also be i it. posted pictures with you tagged and i'm like why does this motherfucker not like it yeah i know <laughs> I, and that's the thing that's why i wanted to completely delete it because i didn't want you know people to like message me or you know 
request to follow me or tag me in something and then like me just not answer like you know i i don't want them to feel like i'm just totally blowing them off it's i i really don't use it aren't you like well i shouldn't make assumptions but for me like even posts that may have looked deleted on my page because they're not there anymore i have archive because i'm like there's still memories like aren't you like i mean not concerned like it I wouldn't want to delete all of those things because even though I have those pictures saved in my phone just under photos, I don't have the captions and the comments. It's like, I like to look back at those things sometimes and be like, oh, well. Yeah, I, there, there's definitely some things I miss, you know, and I, and I feel like I'm, you know, maybe out of the loop and, you know, certain things like, you know, I don't know who's having kids now. I don't know who's married. Everyone. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, I don't know the, those exact people, but it's, it's also kind of freeing in a way or like exhilarating to not have to think about those other people you're not seeing what they're doing you're not you know overwhelmed with thousands of friends and mm -hmm. you know this and that and their latest fucking discovery or trip you know it it, it kind of forces you to focus more on you and what you're doing and what you want to do rather than like like one of my biggest pet peeves is like somebody will go do something and then somebody will be like yo dude so-and-so did this we gotta go do that now it's like i mean yeah we can but like just because they did it, you want to do it now? You know, like, try to have, what do you want to do? Not not what you want to do because they did it. What do you want to do? Yeah, but couldn't you say on the, on the inverse, too? Like, sometimes someone will bring, or they'll post something that you never even thought of, and it's like, oh, well, I want to do that. Not because they're doing it, because it's a new idea. Or, like, you could also say that if I see somebody who has all these things that I think I want, it will... And, inspire me to work harder to get that so like i could see it going both ways like uh, if i don't look at anybody's i won't compare myself to them but also mm -hmm. sometimes comparing myself to others allow like enables me to work harder to achieve it whether it be you know false happiness once i get there or or whatnot i haven't done that yet but yeah i mean now that you say that i think maybe some of the reason why i don't partake in social media is because i I don't want to compare myself, like you said, to mm -hmm. those people because I think it's really easy to think that, well, you know, they're doing it. What am I doing? Mm -hmm. You know, you're sitting in bed with your dick in your hand, or, you know, <laughs> seeing, you know, people, you know, going on trips and shit like that. And you're like, ah, oh, fuck, you know, it's really easy to get down on yourself because, yeah. because of what other people are doing. But you have to realize that's one person out of however many people and then however many people are also posting their experiences and, 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 and what they want you to see. So, well, so you're just yeah. constantly seeing, you know, the best things you're constantly comparing yourself to what other people are doing, but you don't get to see them with in bed with their dick in their hand. You see, know what I'm saying? Well, also it's, it's not so much you're seeing what other people are doing. You're seeing what they want you to see them doing. So it's like, right. Because the people are actually like, for example, if, if I see you or Wes or Fred, one of my good friends, um, and I miss a lot of friends, so I'm not not trying to single you yeah, out. But yeah, yeah. if I see you guys post something that is like an accomplishment that you're proud of, I'm like, oh fuck yeah, and it'll make me happy to see. However, if you know I see somebody I know post some shit that I know is not true, but they're doing it for clout or whatever, it's like that shit's annoying. Yeah. Or if like it's somebody who I don't know and I see them post something, how do I know if they're actually doing these things that they're posting about? So then you right. can compare yourself to somebody's false reality, which is you know puts you down that hole of oh I'm not good enough or yeah. whatever. But I mean I think the idea of social media can have very positive parts to it and also 100%. very negative things. So it's like trying to find that yin and yang of, yeah. And, and, and this is to say that I'm never going to have another social media account in my life. Just, I feel like for right now, this 
it feels good for me. I don't necessarily miss Twitter. I don't miss Instagram. I don't miss Facebook. Um, you know, maybe, maybe eventually I'll make a new one or mm-hmm. something like that. But at the same time, so say you see me, free whoever, post something that you know that you're proud of them for, and like, oh fuck yeah, you know, good for you. I don't. I think a lot is lost there because I would much rather say, say I get this big accomplishment and I post it. It's like, okay, yeah, cool. Oh yeah. And then you tell somebody about it. Oh yeah. I saw your post, blah, blah, blah. I want to like tell you right now, me and you. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot of disconnect when people post things and people just like it, you know, give it a hard comment on it. So, so I, I, I want to try to save those surprises or save those things, show you the pictures in person when we can actually have a dialogue and it's not just a fucking heart. Yeah. You know, I, I, there's, too, there's too much disconnect there for me. I, I like to have these kinds of conversations and I like to like share experiences with people. Yeah. But, and I, and I definitely get that. Having a one-on-one conversation about anything is way better than via the internet. However, at least for me, sometimes like I feel like either A, I don't want to bother people by be like, hey, can I, can I tell you something I did real quick? It's a lot easier for me to post it and then they can see if they want to see it than me like, hey, I want to tell you something I did. Or... Um, like I also don't want to feel like I'm bragging specifically to that person or being condescending. Like, look what I did, yeah. and and I, I think most of my friends would know that I wouldn't that wouldn't be my intention. But I still feel like if I'm telling somebody one on one something I'm proud of, it's hard for me to be like, not feel as if it's going to be received badly. You know what I mean? Yeah. As where if I post it online, you can either see it or not see it, and if you do see it, you get the option to be like, oh, good job. So it's which maybe is egotistical. I don't know, but no, I I mean, I I like to try like. We mentioned earlier, conversation is an art, and yeah. and, and I think it's, it's getting lost in, in, in social media, in different, you know, kinds of avenues that just pull people further and further apart. So, I mean, you, you may say that you sound braggy or something if you call up your buddy and say, yo, here's some good news, but, like, why aren't you calling your buddy in the first place? It's because yeah. you're, it's because you're keeping in touch with them on those platforms, but it's really not in touch. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. You know, I, I feel like there just needs to be more connection between actual human beings instead of some sort of screen between us separating us. No, that's a good point. What I mentioned is like the new norm, which if we didn't have social media, we yep. never would have been posting anywhere. We would have been having those conversations. Yep. I think a lot of it is too is people want more people to know because they're not satisfied with you know, they might have a few really good friends, but that's not enough right. because they see everybody else having all these followers, which I can't tell if I'm in that, if I'm in that side or not. Cause I like, I, I have a lot of really good friends. Mm-hmm. I also want more, not because mine aren't sufficient, but like, I don't know, dude, I just like making connections with people. So it's like, for me, I like social media in the regard of it helps me, uh, connect with more people. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's bullshit, it's bullshit, uh, relationships. And you know, that is what it is, but sometimes it can turn into something else. So I see the, I definitely see the the positives and the negatives. I haven't gone to the lengths of uh, deleting anything, but yeah. I will tell you, Twitter is would be the first one. Twitter or Facebook, Instagram. I don't. I think I can use it for what it's for. But uh, that, that was my initial progression. Fuck, you know, I, I was getting sick of Facebook. I was just kind of done with it. And plus, like back then, you know, I'm, I'm a f- freshman in high school. All my family's coming on. I'm like. Yeah, you know, kind of. I, mean, yeah. I, I, I don't need to stay this connected with my family, you yeah. know, aunts and uncles and whatnot. And then I remember Twitter, like I remember having like this thought every time I come, go on the app, I'm like, 
this isn't making me happy. This isn't bringing me joy. I'm like exiting the app out of frustration, Dude. out of anger because of something I saw, something somebody said. And it's just like, I don't need that. No. And so it was just kind of an easy choice to be like, okay, Twitter's done. Instagram was a lot harder because I'm much more visual. Yeah. I like the pictures. Yeah. You know, I, I like to see what other people are doing, where they're going, the places they've seen, this and that. But the same thing, you know, the app kind of changed throughout its time. And, yeah. you know, I was talking to somebody and they said that now it's basically just like an online shopping store. It's just nothing but ads yeah. and, you know, shit like that, which like, again, I don't really care to see that. I, I know countless people that have been ripped off by, you know, Instagram buying shit and I don't know. So I, I if I had to have one back, I would probably say Instagram. Yeah. And the only reason why I have Snapchat is because I think that people don't post as much on it. Yeah, and, you don't have to look at stories. It's just a right. quick way to communicate. Exactly, and, yeah. and that's what I use it for is strictly for like communication because yeah. there's umpteen amount of people on Snapchat that I don't have their number. So yeah. I mean, that's like my main source of communication with them if I ever need to. So I mean... Well, and being visual, having like literally most most messages I'm sending people, whether it be text or Snapchat, is a very quick one. If I'm having like a full-blown conversation, I'll text somebody or call them. But if it's like a one-off or, you know, very loose conversation, sometimes a laugh or whatever, like seeing somebody's face and how they respond to it, yeah, I enjoy that more, which yeah. is why I, I, I never look at stories. And the, the weird thing is, I can't tell you why, I used to feel like incomplete. Like every time I'd go to bed, I'd be like, okay, I have to watch all the stories, have to look at all the news feed until it's done, which is... On every app. Which is mind-boggling to me because I feel like I used to spend so much time there. And even on Instagram, I don't look at anyone's stories anymore because... And sorry if you want me to look <laughs> at your stories because literally I feel like most of it's people just posting like a, a note. It's not even like a picture. It's just a note. It's like... I like the positive messages, but like, isn't that what like Tumblr's for? Like, why? Yeah. Like, all of these social media platforms are becoming the same thing, just on a different right. avenue. But right. I will say, as bad as it sounds, I feel like I couldn't get rid of Instagram. But let me just tell you, Facebook is either for family or for just some wild fucking takes, mm -hmm. uh, which it's almost it's almost uh, hysterical to me. Like that, I'll go on there and be like, what the fuck is wrong up with this person? Like, I like. Especially because the people on my Facebook, I don't know. I, I don't know. I have like over a thousand friends and I don't know half of them. So like seeing their updates, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. But Twitter, if it wasn't for like getting my news of Barcelona soccer, Kid Cudi or some shoes, I wouldn't be on there because literally, and I'll, and I'll give an example. So Chance the Rapper, one of my, one of my favorite artists, right? Mm -hmm. I think his music discography has kind of gotten worse as it's gone along because I, I don't, I don't, uh, I'm, I'm not aligned so much with what his content is now as where before it, it, I don't want to say spoke to me more, but like, it was just yeah. more relatable. Like acid rap was really good. Coloring book was really good. Um, the big day or his most recent one, I still thought was good music, but like, I'm not super religious or I'm not, you know, I'm not married. I don't have kids. So like all the stuff he was rapping about. I'm like, oh, well it sounds good, but I, I mean, yeah. it's not like, it doesn't speak to me that much. And literally, Twitter is fucking grilling that man, saying, oh, his, his music's ass, fuck him. It's like, dude, why are you hating on somebody because they're rapping about something that makes them happy? If you don't like it, fuck off. And the thing is, everyone's going to have their opinions, right? And the, yep. the power of social media is you can share that literally any second. And it was funny, I was listening to, uh, I'm going down a rabbit hole here, but feel Go free to stop it. me. Um, I was listening to a podcast, and it was a, comedian pods, a comedian's podcast, and he was saying, before if you had a thought, you would have to, if you wanted it to be published, you'd have to think of that, write it down, drive 
or walk or gallop to the printing store, get it printed out, wait for it to get published in the news, and then send it out. Now you can literally be like, oh, I have a thought. Send it yeah, out. You know how fucking dangerous that is? Yeah. And so, point being, everyone has a thought and they'll put it out instantly, right? And even if you're not in the majority, there's so many fucking people in this world, you can put out a batshit crazy take and there'll be 100,000 people that agree with you and be like, oh, dude, well, 100,000 people agree with me. It's, I mean... It's a hot, t- it's, I mean, it's it's a take that everybody has. So then that's how this cancel culture of like, well, chance specifically, you have one person doesn't like his shit and now it sounds like there's like a whole bunch of people that doesn't like, that don't like his shit, but his album still debuted at number two. That's so, the minority. Yeah, but, but that's who's loudest and it's so fucking annoying. It's like, yeah. dude, because all it is, I feel like Twitter specifically, every time I go in there, there's two sides of Twitter. There's meme and funny Twitter. Well, I should say three sides. Meme and funny Twitter, which I enjoy. News, which I enjoy. That's where I get my news from. Guilty. And then there's like the depressing, you can't be happy. I have to bitch about everything. And it's like, but that's what the majority is. Yep. So you go on there and everyone's just been like, fuck this, fuck that. It's like, Chance, why are you putting him down? Because he's happy. Right. And like, if, But if you say like, oh, you like Chance or Logic, he's phony or whatever. If I go on there and I like Logic or I like Chance or somebody said that about like Kid Cudi, I'd be like, what the fuck, dude? Fuck you. And then like it'd get me mad because I'm like, I see all these people hating on somebody I like, so I feel the need to argue with them. And I used to get into Twitter fights, and now I don't. But point being, sorry to go down the rabbit hole. No. Twitter is so fucking like, like you have to be, like everything has to be negative or it's funny. And I like the funny stuff, which is why I'm staying, but God, I'm so close to getting rid of it. Well, I think that, I mean, Twitter especially, but I think all of the social media apps and platforms have gotten so big that it's kind of like we're on a runaway train. I mean, like at, at this point, we have social media platforms and apps calling elections, persuading, you know, different people on how to think, what to think, when to think. We have, you know, organized groups coming together on these platforms. It's just, and I know there's really no good way to censor it or to, you know, get a grasp of it but we're at the point now where i feel like it's just we have to be we, we have to sacrifice our well-being and our thoughts to that yeah it, 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 and, and i say sacrifice our thoughts to that in contrast instead of talking to a human being because when, when you post it on that you can you can get by scot-free saying whatever you want whenever yeah. you want and i mean you might get some some tweets back saying, you know, I don't agree with this or, you know, you should be thinking this way. You'll get canceled if it's... Yeah, but you don't have to back up your point of view. Where No. In something like this, you say something, I might challenge you on it or, or, well, and, and vice versa. And that's how you learn. Right. So it's... It, I mean, for lack of a better term, I think it's just making us dumber. You know, it, it, it's making us more disconnected. It's dumber and I would say divided. Yes. Because you can literally go on there... Put your take and like you said, you don't have to back it up. I could literally go on there and be like, I fucking hate blank. And then literally never think about it again. And that tweet just pissed off a number of people because they they love blank. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. so instantly you divided somebody and now people are frustrated. Yep. Which is, I mean. And, and, and I know that like th- this isn't to throw shade at, you know, Jack Dorsey or any other Twitter founder oh yeah any other you know founder of these platforms um zuckerberg yeah 
it because I don't I don't think they had this intention. I don't I don't think they ever saw this no. to where it was gonna go. But it, I they assumed the responsibility to kind of control it and to try to keep keep it where it's supposed to be. And I think it's to the point where now where it's not where it's supposed to be. It's just running fucking rampant. Yeah. And we don't know what to do about it. And and because like you said, it's making us dumber. There's ways that social media is good. For example, 100%. I got I got the word out about this podcast through social media. Yes. I got I mean, you can accomplish a lot of great things in social media. Yes. But we use it for the good and the bad, and I feel like it, the majority of it's for the bad. Or maybe that's just what's in my feed. I don't know. Well, it's it's easier to use it for the bad. It, it's yeah. easier to send a tweet and you know piss a couple people off, and, and and you might even get joy from that. Like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm gonna trolling, trolling, dude. Yeah, exactly. Trolling. It so, is fun sometimes. That's the yeah. thing. Is I'm also guilty of it. Yeah. So I mean, there's people that's gonna do that. There's people that's gonna actually use it for good. There's people that's not gonna give a shit about it. Maybe yeah. like me, but I'm not here to say that social media is bad. No. I'm just saying that I think we need to take a step back, look at it for what it is, and re-evaluate what we're doing. You know, I, I, I truly think that this is dividing us more, as you said. It's disconnecting us, mm-hmm. and it's a lot easier to look at our friends or look at somebody that you like through a screen than actually confront them face-to-face, have some sort of conversation, have fun. Yeah. And, 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 and again... To be noted, it's harder right now during this climate because of COVID and whatnot. But yeah. I think there's still ways that you can actually have some sort of human contact, and yeah, and that's Even so much more call. valuable. Yes, yeah. that's so much more valuable than a post or a like or a favorite or whatever. It is weird how we're conditioned to like, because I, I hate to say like pull up facts because I don't know what the the actual facts are, but I, I feel like I've read a study that said like. It, it compared the positive feelings of a like or of a comment on a post to the negative. And although there are a lot of, like, if somebody likes my picture, I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. Or I got a lot of followers. It's like, cool. But, but the negative possible. the negative feelings of a bad comment or a dislike or whatever, or an unfollow is like 10 times that of a positive feeling. So it's like, what the fuck? But 100%. I never thought of what you said, which is actually really funny. You said it's easier for it to be bad. And I think about that. If I'm sending like a bullshit tweet, whether it be like a, a comedic tweet or uh, I'm pissed off or I used to do it a lot in high school, I'd just po- send an emotional tweet. I would literally send it and wouldn't even think send it. If I'm posting something that I, I care about, like this post, I took almost an hour and a half to post about my podcast because I had to record it, set it up, groom it to make sure it's presentable. So I put a lot more time and thought and energy into a positive interaction with social media as where the one-offs is like, eh, done, and then yeah. you don't have to think about it. And that's the problem. On social media, you can not think about a tweet or you can do whatever because it doesn't take a lot of effort. You're not putting a lot of effort into this tweet because it doesn't really no. matter to you. You're just putting it out there for whoever to see. Yeah. Where, in contrast... Like you said, if you want to put some effort into this, you want this tweet to get attention or to gain some sort of traction, you're going to put the effort into it. So with social media, it's a lot easier to be shitty than it is to be nice or a lot easier to be bad than it is to be good regarding posts and the content in those posts. It's also- and, 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 and I think it's the opposite face-to-face it's a lot harder for me to tell you you're a piece of shit than it is for me to be like Yo, but it's also way more thing. powerful yeah it's like oh shit Th- this is a great thing i love what we're doing thank you so much for having me you know like it's, it's so much easier for me anyway to say something nice to you than mm-hmm. it is bad to you face-to-face but over a screen or over you know a computer or whatever i can say you know a b and c about you and i don't see your reaction i don't see what you say about it i don't see your response and it's just it's done 
and everybody can see it. Well, how many times has somebody sent you like a Snapchat and you go, haha, it was funny. But if like they actually would have like said this to you in person, you probably would have laughed because they would have been laughing. But it's like, that's not conveyed in just a... There's like a lot a, that gets lost. Yeah. So I, I definitely, I feel that. Do you think, because uh, like I said, I've never deleted any social media. I'm thinking about it with Twitter, but I get all my news on Kid Cudi from there, so maybe not. Yeah. But you said there was nothing you like gained from having it, so you thought. Was yeah. it like, was it ne- like all negative? Like, was it starting to take a toll on you or just like annoying? I wasn't getting like cyberbullied, you know, like I, yeah. I, I wasn't getting bullied. I wasn't getting like hate. I wasn't getting harassed or anything like that. That's not why I, I you know, got rid of it. But I think the main reason why I did was just because I I realized where it was going. I realized too much of my time was being consumed by this, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't want to focus on that anymore. I mean, I will say that I've turned to other vices, you know, to take that place, but I feel like they're a little bit more healthy or um, beneficial to me. And I wasn't ever necessarily like good at social media i guess you could say you know like I, I, your I never, aesthetic wasn't there yeah I, I never had like the funny tweets or the you know the crazy instagram posts or you know anything like that like i never had a huge following so it wasn't hard so you weren't to, fake like, give that up right yeah I, I i guess i showed my true self on social media nobody gave a fuck so i'm like okay well tried that did that it didn't really work and i don't feel like i need this in my life anymore to make it better hmm yeah, I don't really know exactly what I was thinking during that. <laughs> but the one thing I will say is like, um, to your point, it's not so much that people don't care. It's just like, it's so much easier to be whatever you want on social media. Like mm-hmm. I know I know a, f- a pretty, I know a handful of people who have a huge Twitter or Instagram following and it's either because they're hot or because they say some shit that they would never say in person. I know people who are yeah. so outgoing on social media and you you were with them and they're like a fucking turtle of themselves. Or you have people who are always like, like oh, I love my friends. I do all these things. I have so many friends. Uh, I, you know, I'm always positive and you're with them and they're like, they, for actually you're not with them because they're never hanging out with anybody. And if they do, it's only for a picture op or a photo op. It's like, the, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what kind of rabbit hole I was going down, but it is... I don't. I wouldn't. I hate the thought that like you, your authentic self on social media, and people didn't like it. It's just like it wasn't interesting compared to the person who had all these things because they made it sound like they had all these things. And you said you know a lot of people with a, you know huge followings and whatnot, and then in person they're a shell of what they actually are. Yeah. You know, on, on, on they're boring as shit in yeah. person. And boring as shit. I would much rather be the opposite. I would, yeah. I would. I would much rather look like a boring nobody on social media. But if you meet me, I'm like, yo. Dude. Let, let's have a conversation. I want to hang out with you. I want to get to know you. I want to do this. I want to do that. Like, I would much rather be more confident and comfortable in myself in real life than on some sort of made-up thing that I'm creating online. Dude, that's that's like adults. Like, adults are on social media now, but I don't yeah. think... Well, I think all adults are on Facebook. Like, it's crazy. I know my parents are. But right. in general, like, if I meet an adult, I, 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 the way they... <sighs> The way they look on social media is not like super interesting, but lots of times they're so fucking funny. Like people, you know, either I work with or I, I meet along the way or my friends' parents. I'm yeah. like, oh, dude, these guys are fucking hilarious. Yeah. And like, but I wouldn't like their personality on social media. You know well, what I mean? Like it's. I think it's hard to portray. Well, for me anyway, it was hard for me to portray my personality 
on social media. So it was like, it was yeah. hard for me to like actually show myself on social media. You know, some people can just like pick up the phone and be like, you know, yo, I, I can't do that. I feel weird. I feel uncomfortable. I don't feel myself. I would much rather not have the phone in front of my face and have another human in front of my face. And and that's just, and, and not even to say like, once I got rid of social media, I got all these fucking new friends and I'm like, you know, uh-huh. hanging out with so much more people. But I don't have like that fall back to where like, oh, if, if, if this didn't go well, you know, I can just go tweet and, you know, I'll get a hundred likes and, you know, this and that, and, and it'll feel better. Well, it's a, it's a, just a blip of time that you feel better. Yeah. Of like, oh, I posted it and you might feel like, oh, dude, I got 160 likes, which for me, it would be a lot as for some people it's not, but like, I'd be like, oh, that's cool for the day. And then literally it's like, well, that was yesterday. Now what do I have to keep me happy? It's a vice, like yeah. you said. But, uh, I mean, it's, it's funny. Um, I forgot what you said that made me think this, but uh, you said it's hard for you to go like make a post and be like, oh, like take a picture or whatever. And dude, that's the same. Like I, I will, as I kind of said to you before we were, we were recording, I don't know why, but I do like attention sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it makes me uncomfortable, but it's so weird to me. Like on Instagram, whatever, I fucking, if you ask me if I like my smile, I'll be like, oh, it's okay, whatever. But I feel so awkward doing a stage photo so like if you looked at my instagram most of my pictures i'm not smiling yeah which i feel like is doesn't doesn't portray who i am because i feel like maybe i'm wrong but if you know me i'm generally smiling or laughing i'm pretty happy but like my instagram it's like i'm not trying to be like all cool or like you know get the fucking smoky eyes going like be a badass but it's like i feel uncomfortable pictures like smiling so like you're not actually seeing who i am you're seeing somebody who might look cold yeah so it's like but see that's the thing it's like okay well one why don't you like smiling or, you know, feeling that, like that during, you know, Instagram posts? Or feels whatever. forced. Yeah. And it's, I feel like it's because you are in the back of your mind, you're wondering who's going to see this. Well, if enough and, people and, don't like my smile, it's like, oh. oh. Right. And, yeah. and, and, and that's probably not the case. But now, because you're not smiling on your Instagram, you're creating this different person. Yeah. Or, or this different facade. This oh, that guy's not approachable. He's yeah. not, he's not yeah. happy. But when, like, if you were to see us in public, probably be laughing and having a good time. Pretty much every time. Pretty approachable. You know, like, pretty... So we going. think. People yeah, might have yeah. other, people very, might have very, other very, opinions. Very, very true. <laughs> but it's just... I hate how you have to have two different personalities in life and on social media. Almost. Yeah. Be, maybe you don't have to, but I, I'm not good enough at social media to portray my true personality on that. Like... I, I, I couldn't make a tweet and say what I really mean without, like, I mean, I, I could probably post a, a, a voice audio or something like that and just talk, but, like, I, I can't tweet and, like, actually get what I want to say out. I just think that it's such a low form of communication, and, and so much gets lost. You, you don't get to see the person's reaction. You don't get to, see, you know, feel the room. You don't get to hear the actual person's tone of voice or, you know what they want to portray you're just reading it and then while you're reading that you're in your own mind making up your own narrative for that or making up your own understanding for that yeah where whereas if i'm talking to you i can challenge you and i feel like i i i know your tone of voice i know our eye contact you'll know if i'm lying right or if i'm right fabricating something it's just i'm not here to just completely bash social media yeah I got but you. we, our generation specifically, I think needs to wake the fuck up and actually 
build more connections like this rather than online and worry more about actually going out and doing things, experiencing mm -hmm. things, hanging out with people than worrying about what they're going to post or, you know, what their next thing is. Yeah. It, and, and, and I think a lot of that comes into people's minds. It's like, okay, oh shit, you know, like th we're in a good spot. Let's take a picture and post on Instagram. No, yeah. enjoy not, it. Enjoy yeah, it. I'm guilty of that. But I, I hear you. It's... It's 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 crazy world. I know, dude. It, it, it really fucking I, is. The thing is, like, I'm so torn on that specifically. Like, if I go on vacation to a cool spot, I like to take a picture to document it. Mm -hmm. But also, I don't want to spend my whole time taking pictures because I actually want to be there. But it's like, I, I, I feel like if I go to somewhere that's, like, photo-worthy and don't get a picture, I feel like, ah, fuck. But I shouldn't. I, but, I don't know. But, but see, that's the thing. You can get a picture. Yeah. You don't have to post it. Yeah. You know well, you're saying? posting almost subconsciously to like gloat, like look where I went. Yeah, and right, I've done that. Right. I've definitely done yeah, that. Yeah, I'm guilty of that too. But I, I, I don't want that to be the only motive. No. You know what I'm saying? No. Like we've already said, there's good things and there's bad things. But what's crazy to me is that, and again, if you find a study that you know debunks this, feel free to bring it forward. But yeah, the thing I read was that uh, um, social media is closely tied to depression and suicide or, or, and bullying specifically, mm -hmm. which is crazy to me because the more and more we use it, the more and more of these numbers of people feeling depressed or feeling uh, bullied or whatever are going up, but we continue to use it, yep. which is weird. Cause it's like a weird comparison to be like, it's like cigarettes. We know it's bad for us, but we use it anyway. Cigarettes don't pose anything good in my opinion. Maybe it gives you a high or whatever. I don't know, yep. but social media does have some positives. But the negatives are serious. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how like we can just continue to ignore the fact that it's generally not a good thing for us to be using. I hundred percent agree. I but I think that it's just it's so easy, and it's a vice for so many people. I mean, I think people are truly addicted to these you know sites and these platforms, yeah. and I think that they're willing to look past that in order to get that little dopamine hit. For one like so, or or they're, they're willing to look past the bad and and they might feel like shit be and they might not exactly know it's coming from that app but to them they're like if i post this i'm gonna get likes i'm gonna feel better people are gonna like me it, you, you're searching for acceptance so how do you break that because i could see i could see a lot of things happening if you go away from social media because you realize it's a vice for you or you spend too much time there and then maybe you don't have a huge group of friends or family and you go into like this isolation type mood. Then you can move to other things like vices and maybe they're good like working out or running or video games or whatever. Or maybe they're bad and it's drugs yeah. or, uh, you know, self-harm or something like that. Like, it, I think everyone has vices, so to speak. 100%. Finding the good ones is hard. So, how, I mean, you don't really use social media. How did you... Well, I, I will say I'm 100% addicted to YouTube. Love YouTube. Okay. Total YouTube head. I mean, so I, that's your advice. Yeah, I, I guess I wouldn't really look at YouTube as like social media. It, it, it is, but it, it, it's not as like quick and like... Well, you don't have to see something if you don't want to see it. Yeah. Which it, I mean, yeah. So You're not I mean, retweeting a video. So people that you yeah. follow are... You know what yeah. I mean? So I, I, you know, I watch quite a bit of YouTube, but I try to keep those things, you know... For things that I, I find interesting, I don't, yeah. I don't just watch you like search for things fail videos. Or, you know, oh, I watch those. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like, I, that's not all I'm using yeah. it for. You know, there, there's a lot of information on YouTube. There's a lot to be learned on YouTube. Yeah. And so that's that's one of my vices, 100. percent 
Um, I'm glad that I dodged a TikTok bullet. Never downloaded oh, TikTok. I love TikTok. I know. It's so, so I, funny, I, dude. I, I never want to like touch it. I never want to go near it just because Did I- Did you I, use Vine? No, never had a Vine. I mean, I, oh, I, I would God. watch Vines. I, I remember you would show me Vines and stuff. Dude, they're so funny. Off, but... See, but if, so what's so bad about it if it makes you laugh? Because I mean, I guess you're I mean, not learning, but- Yeah, th- there's nothing bad. It's just, I, I don't know. I guess I'm, I don't say I'm different, but like, I just, I don't find- those sort of things advantageous for me. I, I, I don't I don't necessarily like that kind of thing. Was your did you go straight from not using social media directly to YouTube or did you have to try to figure out what your vice would be or what would fill the void of the time you spent on social media? I mean I, I'm sure that I watch YouTube God pretty much my whole life. I've, yeah you know, everyone's watched YouTube, watched YouTube yeah. yeah. Um I'm sure that I hit it a little more heavy once I did, you know, give up Twitter, Instagram, whatever. But I don't know. And it's not like I'm saying, you know, I gave up social media and now I'm, you know, a marathon runner and, you know, I'm yeah. jacked. And, you know, Your world's I, only gone up yeah, since then. Yeah, right. That's totally not the, not the case. Um, but your mental health's better. Or is it just maybe I don't know. You know, okay. I, I, if I had Twitter today, would I be any happier than I was, you know, yesterday before I downloaded yeah, so it? Yeah, so I'm not. Sure. I guess that's the question. Do you, do you not have it now because you just don't care anymore about it, or do you not have it now because you think that it poses some more of a benefit over a, a disadvantage or a negative? I'd say a little bit of both. You know, I I don't miss it at this point, so why bring that back into my life? I, I you know I would say. Um, I feel like if I need to get in contact with somebody or if I want to follow somebody. It, you know, and what they're doing, I can personally reach out to them. Um, and I wish that was a little bit easier and not so like, because now I feel like it's almost weird. You know, well, that's, to like, so that's another thing I want to ask. Cause I know that that last time we, we got drinks together, you said that you don't really hit up anybody. You don't really, you, you're not a homebody, but yeah. you, you, and correct me if I'm wrong. You said you kind of like keep to yourself now and that you don't really hang out with as many people as maybe you used to in high school or whatever, which I think yeah. is normal. I think yeah. lots of people, would agree with that. Do you think that social media makes that easier to hang out with people, or do you like like why why no, why don't you why the, don't you hit up more people? There or? there may be some very good correlation between me, me not having social media, me not having as you know not talking to as many people as I once did. Okay, you know maybe I I'm not one hundred percent sure. I'm sure it's a big reason, but I'm at the point now where it's like you know I grew up with. All you guys, you know, the guys and whatnot, I still have some sort of relationship with, with you. You know, I've made a couple, you know, in college and whatnot. And if somebody wants to be a part of my life or if I want to be a part of somebody's life, I think that we can work that out or, you know, be like that. But I think it's a little bit harder now. Like, not as many people are so eager to jump into a friendship or jump into something. Like... Without it's too much time, w- without first checking their social media, seeing what they're about, you know, this and that, you know, like to me, in, in my perfect world, I would love to just be able to text an old friend or somebody that I used to know and be like, let's fucking go get drinks, let's go get lunch, let's do something. But now I feel like it's almost weird, like, well, it, it, and it's invasive, or you know, it, it, I, and I don't want that. 
I, I, I don't want to come off like that. I don't want it to seem like that. I don't want the whole situation to be like that. I wish it was easier. I know it's not, and I know that's not how you know things work, but that's how I wish it would happen. Do you think that was in your head? Because I feel like for me, maybe it's just me, but I feel like with somebody who I haven't talked to in a while hits me up, I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. Hell yeah. Or like, for example, going back to, I made this post of who want, who would like to be on this, yep. and I expected maybe like five people. And I've had people like this who I haven't talked to since what, eighth grade, or I've never even talked to in my life. Yeah. It's like, if they wouldn't have social media, they wouldn't have known about this, and it would have been very hard for me to meet these people. And now, I could potentially meet them, have a conversation with them, they become my friend, just because of a stupid bullshit, surface-level interaction on social media. So it's like, again, I'm not trying to weigh the positives and the negatives, but I know for me, one thing that like keeps me motivated and happy and sane is interacting with people. Yeah. My closest friends being the most important, and, and family. But, like... For example, whether it be a new friend or a girlfriend or whatever, sometimes you meet them or first interact with them over social media. And even though it starts off as a bullshit service level uh, relationship, it can blossom into more. As where yeah. if I didn't have social media with them, the only way I would have ever met them is either by, by chance running into them or through a friend of a friend or a friend of a friend of a friend or whatever. Yeah. So it's a lot easier, which is weird because I feel like if I reached out and like, DM somebody. It could be weird still, but it's not as weird of if, if I just like stuck like looked up somebody's phone number and like texted them like, hey, yeah, well, I'd like to be your friend. That that's what I hate now is that it's turned into that okay. because of social media. If social media wasn't there, you could totally do that, and that's the normal thing to do. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I I'm obviously not. I, I guess you could call like I'm a bit of a anomaly. I'm I'm not on social media, so I I don't get to see some of those things, or I don't get to connect with some of those people that I might be able to connect to because of social media. But I would rather have like a much more organic way of meeting, or like you know through a friend of a friend, or you know by happenstance meeting somebody at the bar, or you know this and that. Like I would much rather have that sort of connection than like. Oh, dude, she's fucking hot. You know, like scrolling through her pictures. It's just, I don't know. I just, I don't like that. I, yeah. I, I find it weird. And then I feel like when you do that, you create your own image of how you think that person is going to be. And then you're always trying to match that with what they actually are. Well, and you're trying to match your reputation to what your image put off. Right. And so it, it, it's all, you know, phony shit. To yeah, me, it it's is. Just, it, it, it's all just people putting out what they want you to see. It's all people just, I just, I don't like it personally. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not saying that everybody should, you know, delete social media and mm -hmm. social media is devil, but I just think that there needs to be more recognition of actually what it's doing and how it's changing us and our normal customs that we've had for however many fucking years, mm -hmm. you know? So I guess I'm just, I'm hoping that I can find some sort of way to still connect with people and still have relationships without it. Well, if you hear this, reach out yeah, to my boy. Yeah. <laughs> reach out to my boy. Yeah. But uh, no, I mean, I feel that. I, I think maybe, and I've had this type of conversation with a couple people who either don't use it or don't use it often. Yeah. And uh, they say they don't like the phony shit. And I definitely get that. No one wants to have a boy. Even though we all do it, whether it be an elevator or whatever, oh, how's the weather? Like, no one really gives a fuck about those conversations. Yeah. And maybe it's just the business person in me, but I feel like 
you, lots of times you need to have those conversations to open a door to a real conversation or a real relationship, which, Very true. Yeah, and I feel like even if you didn't have social media, it'd still be that way. You don't ever just walk up to somebody and be like, you know, tell, talk to me about depression. Talk to me about, yeah. like, like, you don't want to ask, it's too evading. You don't but, know how they're going to respond. But I wish it was that way. Yeah. Like, well, I, I wish it was. I, I know that's completely a fantasy, but I'm yeah. saying, like, I, I wish that we were on the level as humans, as a fucking whole species, that we could have these kind of conversations with anyone and everyone. And I, and I think through that, that's when actual change starts to happen. Yeah. When, when people voice their opinions and you can have conversations that you would never have because well, I think, A, B, and C. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could see a lot of positives and negatives coming from that too. I will just say, I, in, in regards to having that fake interaction at first on social media, I'm okay with it because I feel like either way you have to have that fake conversation before you can actually get into the deep shit. But no. either way, in, in regards to how um, – what the fuck? Where I, this is what we were talking about earlier. Your mind thinks quicker than your, yeah. your mouth. So I had a thought, and I was going to present it, and literally I'm like down a rabbit hole. Well, here. Hold on. So – as, as an appreciation gift, I got you a little something. What the fuck it, is it, this it's, guy? It's, it's, it's really stupid. Podcast but, first. Yeah. Well, it's... it's Think again. Little, but no, no. It, it's a little trap mind. So I, I thought maybe, you, you know, you could <laughs> oh. put that on your thing. And, you know, it's, it's, it's like your little... Uh, oh, have this set up for every mind. every episode. All right. Cool. That's good. You're waiting for the right time. I yeah, had no yeah, idea. Yeah. That's funny as shit. I meant to do it at the beginning, but I just totally got lost in conversation. Well, I like up, that. But, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's that. actually an eraser, but I thought it was, you know, kind of... No, but it's trapped. I'm yeah. not going to remove it. I'm not going to ever use the eraser. Yeah, I'm going to keep right. it in there. Right. I like the whole concept. I like the concept of... That's... Just to bring it up. So Trapped in My Mind is yeah, a song Yeah, from, I was going to say, why did you go with that name or, or well, what are you trying to... You obviously know I'm a huge Kid Cudi fan. Yeah. I think anybody that follows me at least a little bit is, knows yeah. I'm a Kid Cudi fan. I'm, I stand it too hard. I, in general, if I'm a fan of somebody, I fanboy way too hard. I don't know why. Um, but Kid Cudi, since like 2000, well, since like seventh grade, fucking, it's been my vice or what's got me through a lot of different shit. Yep. Um, and Trapped in My Mind, I think, is really cool because, for one, the song's great. You should listen to it. Um, but for two, like, he's kind of talking about how, well, I don't, I, I don't want to speak for him. But what I took from that and how it, it relates to me is that I have, I'm so, like, conflicted with my thoughts and it's and lots of times it's thoughts that if I voiced them to somebody, they could be they could make sense. They they could help me understand what I'm thinking. But I'll just go back and forth and internalize so many different things. It's like fuck, I'm stressing myself out. Or, in this manner, the reason I chose it for this for the name of this podcast is because lots of times I'm very stubborn, um, and I grew up in a family that argues a lot. Yeah. Not not hateful arguments, but to prove your point, I mean you know my brother is my dad. Yeah. Especially being the youngest of three. If I want to be heard, you have to, I have to really bring my case. Um, and so it's led me to do that with other people I interact with. So very, very strong-willed. If it's something I actually care about, I will be really strong-willed and stubborn. And lots of times I think I'm always right, which I think is very bad. You shouldn't do that. And I've gotten a lot better about it. Um, and I just always think also my way was always correct. Like yep. we have to do it my way. Why my way? Because I'm right. And even if I was right often, which I don't know if I was or not, that's not a good way to do it. That people don't like that. Some people like to be led. Some people don't. Yep. But either way, that's a, a long rabbit hole to basically say, I chose that because I understand that a lot of things are just internal and I needed to like let it go and listen to other people. And I think I'm pretty good about listening to my close friends. But if like I don't 
if I don't know you or I don't respect you or I don't agree with you, Personal oftentimes connection. I'll be like, ah, well, you're wrong. Yeah. And I don't want to do that because I've had conversations with people who I initially thought were wrong and they've moved me to think in a different way. And I think that's very hard to do. And I'm starting to learn how to do it and I want to keep learning how to do it. Keep learning how to do it. Um, so, and, and also, I mean, this isn't to speak to the title of why I'm, why I named it Trapped in My Mind. Yeah. But another reason why I have this podcast is because, um, motherfucker, dude. Again, no. st- I'm getting like stage fright. Why no. am I not thinking? What the fuck? You're talking about you, so now you're like, shit, shit, what do I need to say? What do I need to say? It's fine. But to, 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 <laughs> to respond on Trapped in My Mind, when, when I heard that you were going to call it that. I knew that it was a Cuddy song. So oh, yeah. I was like, you know, that, that makes sense. I like that. And, and I like the title too. It's authentic because, to me. Yeah. Like you said, you internalize a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So, you you know, you kind of feel like you're trapped, but it's important to actually talk them out to other people and get their opinions and, and actually speak what's on your mind because yes. it's almost therapeutic to actually release some of those thoughts and put them out into the world for either one person to see or a whole bunch of people. Well, but yeah. It, it's good. I also want to challenge, I want people to challenge my idea of thinking. Whether you come on here and we agree on something, cool, let's talk about why we think that. And maybe we completely agree on all of it. But yep. I would be very surprised if we agreed on every single aspect. Right. So if we talk about the one thing we don't agree on, it's not to debate or like to put you down. It's to challenge my idea of thinking so I can become more knowledgeable or more empathetic to how people think or on feel. The other side. And what I'd really like to get to is, okay, you express this opinion. Even if I don't agree with you, why do you think that way? Is it because of something you heard, something you went through? Yep. What's conditioned you to think that way? Um, and I will say one thing that has taught me a lot is having conversations. Like I've told you with Steven, my oldest brother. I'll go to him and I'll be like, dude, I'm so fucking annoyed with this, whatever it be. He'll be like, why? Oh, okay, because of this. This, this, is, this is really just upsetting to me. Why does that upset you? What's going to happen if this happens? Whatever. And it's like having those conversations not only broaden my idea of like other people's perspective, but it also helps me think through why I think the way I do. And so I've been able to realize why I like attention sometimes. It's because I grew up always getting attention. So now I feel like, because I'm the youngest, so I feel like if I don't have it, I'm doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. Or uh, another thing, I feel like I'm very, I pick on my friends as a way of showing affection because being the youngest of three brothers, I'm always bagged on and joked on and put down, not because my brothers don't like me. They obviously like me. They like me a lot. And so I don't, like, feel depressed when they pick on me. It's kind of like, oh, it's, you know, shooting the shit with the boys. Right. And so now I'll – and Wes is one I can think of growing up. We pick on him a lot. And I don't know why because – well, I do know why, I think, because of how I was conditioned. And it's not okay because because just because that's how I was treated and that's how I show my affection or how it was shown to me – and my brothers show me affection in other ways too. It's not just like they're only shitty. They're not. They're awesome. But point being is it helps me understand why I do the things I do. Like I'm, I'm hard on my friends and I pick on my friends because that's how it was done to me. And it means I like, like you. Yep. You know what I mean? So it's like having these conversations help me realize my own thinking and can help change my mind or open it to other people's perspective. Yep. So I hope that answered your question. It was a very yeah, long rabbit yeah. hole. but uh, you, you mentioned attention. Yeah. In that you... Um, well, th- this is kind of backtracking a little bit, but you, you mentioned it, 
attention and you like it because you kind of had to fight for it being one of three brothers. And well, and being the youngest, I was like my mom's yes, baby. So yes. I got it from her all the time. Yes. And you also mentioned way earlier that me deleting social media is that um, kind of making me more isolated uh-huh. or, you know, kind of putting me down that that rabbit hole, for lack of a better word. So I think for me personally, I, I'm an only child. Mm-hmm. So I never had like a brother or a sister to kind of uh, give me flack or to go to for advice or, you know, to vent to or this and that. So my entire life I've had to kind of internalize because I'm not going to, you know, if mom and dad piss me off, I'm not going to go to mom and dad to talk about it. Yeah. I would go to a sibling, ideally, but, you know, I didn't really have that. So I would always internalize that. And so I think I have a hard time showing my thoughts or like sharing my thoughts on social media because I'm so used to internalizing it. So I, I just want to keep it for me in me and like trapped in my mind. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I, I, I never had that person or that sibling to go to whenever I had like a question or whenever I you know was feeling down or, you know, this or that. So I think it's just conditioned me throughout my life to be very independent, only, you know, mm-hmm. work through problems myself never go to other people for help which i hate you know now realizing yeah. it and you know that's what i always it's did. hard to go to other people for help yeah especially when you think you're always right right and which i'm also probably guilty of. yeah so it's just that has when you said trapped in my mind it was like yeah dude like that's like the perfect fucking thing because now this is an outlet kind yeah. of you know what i'm saying well and hopefully i think a lot of people i i think a lot of people are have feelings that are internalized or are trapped in their mind so hopefully hearing dialogue from others helps other people as well if not and it only helps me fine i'll be selfish and i'll take the help for myself but i will say one thing i think is crazy is not having a sibling to go to and i'm not trying to like put you down i don't understand how you did that and i will say i i can think maybe i know what that feels like but i really don't because because i always got slack Mm -hmm. i was like oh i don't want to go express a weakness to them or express a thought to them and so I wouldn't, I used to be, I used to internalize everything until it got to a point where I couldn't do that anymore or yeah. it was going to go really badly for me. Yeah. And I opened up to my brothers and that's changed everything. I can, I can literally go to him for anything. And I realize that now, however, you don't have brothers or sisters to do that with. So like, yeah. even though I didn't do that for a long time, I understand how it felt, but I always had that option. So I can't even imagine how any, uh, only child internalizes things and how like you know, I'm not trying to speak for you but how crazy that would make me feel like if I had thoughts oh, yeah. or like shit I need to get off my chest and don't know who to go to because you can always go to your friends but they don't they're not dealing with the same shit at home that you are yeah. so and, how the fuck do you do that and and you said something that made me kind of like think and I think one of the reasons why I got rid of social media was because I was finding myself going to social media to like to vent. Yeah, and, and like it's dangerous. I, right, I fucking hate people who do that, and I didn't want to be yep. a hypocrite. And I was like, well, you know, maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. That's not the sole reason why I got rid of it. Yeah, but but that, that's a that big was an contributor, added dude. Because no yes. one gives a fuck when you put a sad shit on there, and it makes you like, oh, right. why does no one care? It's like, right, dude, you're yeah. looking for attention, you know, you fucking. Bitch. It, there's no so, way to win it. Yeah, right. So you know, that's obviously not good, but and. 
I also have, you know, stepbrother and stepsister. So shout out to you guys. I'm not forgetting about you guys. You guys are awesome. If but, you're watching. Yeah. But Subscribe. Um, it, it was weird, you know, and, and I think I put a lot of stock in my friends growing up. Like even before I was, you know, real big with you guys, you know, you, Jake, Wes, yeah. Ryan, you know, my child, like child, childhood friends, I put a lot of stock into and, you know, they aren't really my friends anymore. So, like, I think once that happened and, like, once I did, like, kind of use them almost as, like, a sibling or, like, an outlet or, like, somebody that was very close to me, like, a family member. Mm -hmm. And then, like, you grow older and, like, they're gone. And it's like, well, now who do I have or, like, now what? And, like, it, it just internalizes you more because you, you don't want to open up to anybody else because now you're scared that they're also going to leave. And that's also a huge thing with divorce, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, like, it was it was a weird fucking thing for me to try to reason with myself in my mind what's right what's wrong what should i do why am i feeling like, feeling like this and i mean I, i'm not trying to sound shitty or you know pitiful but mm -hmm. like i don't i also was very cautious of like not bringing up the fact that i'm an only child too much or like the fact that like i don't have those outlets like i, I would, you don't want the pity right exactly like i, I yeah. hate that if, if there's one thing i don't want you to feel for me it's pity yeah. you know i'm i'm fine i i can handle things my own and that's what going through all of these things has taught me but now i think i'm just a lot more reserved and it's harder for me to actually open up to people and feel vulnerable yeah dude and, fuck yeah it's hard dude yeah I will say, your rant there has, I'm made of questions. I don't even know where to start. First off, um, even if you lean on your friends, it takes a very, very, very long time to build up the type of trust you have with friends as you do with brothers. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, your brothers are stuck with you. Yeah, right. So you can say some shit that they don't like, and they're not going to be like, oh, fuck you, I'm not your friend anymore. And um, unfortunately, our friend group is pretty damn good about being like brothers. We you know, we can have disagreements and it doesn't usually last more than a week tops. Yeah. But these people who you started having friendships with, you know, younger, it's like, well, not only have they gone now, but to get to the level of trust that you need to be to where you can actually feel comfortable sharing these things where you're not going to get judged or left again, takes so fucking long. And it's so much effort. You have to put in a lot of effort yourself to get the type of friendships, like for, at least for me, if I want a good friendship, I put in a lot of effort in my friendships. Yeah. So that's why I have good friends. But I mean, and, and that's something that I lack is that I don't think I put enough effort in, but it's because I'm scared that one day that's not going to be there. So it's like, for yeah, me, it's I feel like, like you're a pretty good friend. I mean, yeah, but I feel like I could to more people to, you're saying. Yeah. And okay. I could reach out to like people more. I could like make plans more. I could, you know, be more of a friend than I am. But I think there's something in my mind that keeps me from like making plans, reaching out because I don't want to be put in that place where I'm asking you to hang out or I'm asking you to do something and you feel pressured or you don't want to. Mm -hmm. and, and then so I'm like, well, he's just going to leave too kind of thing. And and so it, and it sounds shitty. You know, I, I know that you guys aren't just going to fucking up and leave, yeah. you know, fuck you, Ross. But with new people and other friends, if it, it's like if you do open up your true self or you do like put this whole thing on them, are they going to run? Well, dude, it's, I would be remiss to say, I don't think anybody in this world knows a hundred percent of about me. 
Oh like, yeah. And I, and yeah. I and I'll say there's people like my like you guys probably know 95% of me. But like like you said, if you are opening up your true self, everything, mm-hmm. every thought, everything you've done, every mistake you've made to somebody, it's very it, I mean that's like the ultimate test of vulnerability. And I don't right. I mean I don't think I, I mean I haven't done that, so I'm not ready to do yeah. that. But layer by layer expressing vulnerability I think is important and it makes relationships better. But I will say you mentioned divorce and the feeling that uh, if a conversation doesn't go the way you want, somebody could just leave. I never experienced divorce. I have a lot of friends who have. Yep. Um, but, I mean, who do you go to in a time where your parents are getting divorced, you don't have siblings? Yeah, you know, that And not that to was, be an asshole. Like, well, really I honestly... And, and, yeah, no, and it's a good point or a good question. And, you know, at, at that time, while we're going through the divorce, I don't have my step-siblings yet. You know, so like... Well, you were they, a kid, they, right? Yeah. Like second grade, third grade? Yeah, third grade. And so, you know, I, I don't have my step-siblings yet. And so, like, I, I can't go to them. And, um, you know, third grade me, I, I can't remember much. I can't really, you know, remember what was going through my head or, you know, if I ever felt like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. Who do I go to? Who do I talk to? Yeah. You know, this and that. But looking back on it, I definitely wish that there was somebody there to kind of give me that um, outlet or like to actually kind of guide me where like, and you know, it wasn't like, okay, divorce, you're, you know, spending half the week with your mom, half the week with your dad. For a long time, I was just living with my dad, Uh you know, single parent household, kind of going through it. So it was, um, it, it sucked for a long time, but I mean, my dad did an amazing job. He went, you know, up and above everything that I ever could have imagined out of a single parent yeah. looking back. But um, it's it can definitely, I think, change how you view relationships. And I think that's why I have a tough time with them now because it just, you know, it, it's funny. I, I used to look at kids with divorced parents, you know, like that people, like a counselor would come into like second grade and be mm-hmm. like, you know, Tom, Dick, and Harry, come here. You know, we're going to counseling or whatever. And they'd be like, oh, you know, those are those kids that have divorced parents. And I'm like, freaks. Yeah, I'm never going to fucking be there. And then, you know, lo and behold, a year later, you know, that's me. And it was just like, it was kind of like a culture shock. And uh, I didn't know how to exactly handle it. I didn't know why, why they were getting divorced. I didn't know if it was my fault. I didn't know you know, where my mom was for a long time. I didn't know what the future of, you know, me and my dad had in store. Um, So I think that definitely has a lot to do with how I view relationships and what I define a relationship as. You know, I I, I don't think that... You're talking about relationships with anybody, not just like a significant other. Yeah, no, I think that something like that I don't want to say scarred me, but it it made me look differently at relationships as a whole. Well, like if your two heroes can't, I, I hate to speak to it because yeah, no, no but, it's not my but I, I'll tell you if you're if, fucking up. If like two people can't figure it out, mm-hmm. how am I supposed to? Like these people, yeah, you know, exactly. these people, my parents, like exactly. And I it, mean, it, I don't, I can't even speak to it. I don't know. And it's not like I have a real good understanding of it, you know. As I don't know what, how old are you in third grade? Nine, I don't fucking eight, know, nine, dude. Something like that. I'd have to nine. think. I don't feel like. Yeah. So, I I don't know how 
I really dealt with it. I don't know how I got through it or like, no, I, I'm, I'm pretty fucked up now. So I mean, <laughs> there's obviously been some repercussions about it, but um, yeah, divorce is definitely a weird fucking thing. But at the same time, I can't look at myself and what it's done to me and not take into consideration what my mom and dad staying together would have done to them. Yeah, or, or to you. Right. And so it's just, and, and really, they, they did a pretty good job of like hiding it. Mm-hmm. Like it was just kind of like one day, boom, the bombs dropped. It wasn't like, you know, they're fucking fighting every night nonstop. You know, I really didn't get exposed to much of that. So they, they did a good job. And I think they had, you know, me in mind for a lot of it. Yeah. But I will say just the, just the topic of divorce. It's so weird because it's so common now. But yeah. it's also so, like, hard to bring up. Like, I'm not going to air anybody's dirty laundry. But I know, uh, personally, some people who've had divorced parents. And after I realized that their parents were divorced, shortly after, they've, like, gone into, like, maybe not a depressive state, but they've changed. Like, they've yeah. a lot more, like, to themselves. A lot more just... Mopey has a negative connotation. But, like, Mopey, like, just... Uh, yeah. It's, like... It's for a while, when I... This specific person I have in mind, I'm like, dude, the fuck's your problem? Like... yeah. You know, you still have us. Why is that not enough? And it's so ignorant to me because, like, I, I have parents who've, you know, always been married and have been great parents. Mm-hmm. And not that divorced parents aren't good parents. That's not what I'm saying. But, yeah. but like, it was so selfish to me. But, like, dude, Cheer up. so you have one relationship that's not how you want it to be. But you have us. We're good friends. Are we not enough? Which is so selfish because it's, like, I can't now, like, that I've spoken to a few people about it, it's, like, I couldn't even imagine how how that would have affected me. And also, like, I don't know what age is, like, the best time to have a divorce happen. Young, when you don't understand what's going on, but it might have effects down the line. Or older, when you understand, you know. Completely. Yeah. So, it's just, but, like, the thing is, so the point I was trying to make is, like, I recognize some of these, whether it be close friends of mine or friends of mine that had gone through a divorce. I noticed a change in their behavior, but I didn't want to be a dickhead being brought up, like, hey, you know, What's your problem? What like? I know your parents got divorced. Why are you being so like? Yeah. Because it's a, how well, do you bring a, how do you bring that up? It's a touchy up? subject. And like, I feel like now if it happened, I could bring it up maybe a little bit more casually. Yeah. But like in high school or middle school or whenever it was, it's like how you like how are you supposed to like bring it up and not sound like you're calling somebody on like some shit that it offends them. Yeah. So like, and I feel like there's a lot of things like that, whether it be divorced parents or whatever. Because you haven't gone through it, you're like, I don't understand it. But you recognize that it changes somebody else, but you don't want to bring it up. So it's like you just have a weird bubble around it where yeah. you're thinking badly about some person because you don't understand their mindset. And this other person's feeling so shitty about themselves because they can't tell anybody. And there's no middle ground. So it's yeah. like, fuck. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I could ask you questions all day about things that you felt, if you could even remember them. Yeah. But Well, please. I mean, don't don't feel like... You know, you need to beat around the bush. Lay I mean, it out. I just don't understand. Like, well, for example, like if my parents got divorced, like it's so weird. Like, do you like pick a side or do you just like stay out of it? Or I mean, it, it's completely up to it, it's circumstantial, you know, it, depending on how your mom and dad split. Yeah. And, you know, how cordial it is and, you know, neat what and happened. Messy and whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, I. I kind of had to pick a side, you know, like my mom left. Mm -hmm. So for the first, you know, three months or whatever, I 
was stuck with not stuck with my dad, but I was yeah. I was living with my dad and in, in, in the same house that I grew yeah. up in. So it was kind of easy. My mom just left, and so and I mean up until that point, you you could probably call me a mama's boy. You know I you know it was like you know I loved my mom. very preppy. Well, I mean I was, it was third grade. I don't know how preppy I could have been, but you know I loved my mom. I I liked you know being with my mom, and so when that happened. You know, it, it definitely brought my dad and I a lot closer. Oh, you know, in that instance and over time. Oh, okay, gotcha. It, it, yeah, we, you know, we created a new kind of relationship that, you know, was was beneficial to me, to us, mm-hmm. really. And um, so, I mean, I, I guess you kind of have to take a side, and and it goes with how much you know about them splitting up and and, and why they. Did. And that's the thing too. Like, if you don't know something, like. Well, whether it be divorce or anything, if I don't know something, it fucking irritates, it eats at my skin. Yeah. It's like, I have to understand what's going on. Yeah. Even if you tell me a decision, I need to know why you're making that decision. So like in divorce, especially I feel like being young, lots of times you're not shared details. No. I could be wrong, yeah. but how does, I mean, maybe it wouldn't eat me up so much as a kid. Cause I'm just a kid. But like if something happened now like that, I'd be like, why did this fucking happen? I need to know. Yeah. So like, do you remember if you had those thoughts of why is this happening? Well, I, I remember having the thought of, is it, like, is it me? Be- because, like, I, really? I, I, I always, I would always think, before I came, they were still together. And then, you know, nine years later, I'm in the picture, and, and, and to, to a third grade mind, the only thing that's changing or that's different is you. Mm-hmm. It, you know that that's the only other factor that you're you know putting into account and so you feel you know a, a little bit like it might be you and especially because it wasn't like my parents came to me and was like you know we're getting a divorce this isn't working I was told that you know my mom was leaving for a little bit and she'd be back and then you know she was on a work trip but she'd be she'd back. like introduced to it yeah mm-hmm. and, and, and it was just Really, it was nothing but just lies on top of lies on top of lies because I think they were trying to hide it from me or maybe they still had some sort of thought that it could work out. In a break. Yeah. She, but that, that never happened. You know, she never yeah. came back. And so I remember them coming back and I was sitting down at the kitchen table and having this conversation and like them telling me like, yeah, this is it. We're getting a divorce. And I mean, I just fucking lost it. You know, I... Yeah, I didn't know how to take it. So I mean, I. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't know how to handle it. That's see, you're not one to bullshit. So I know you're telling the truth, but that's interesting because I always thought that oh, it's because of me it was a cliche. And, I know, and, and, and I and it's the annoying thing because I for a long time, I always told myself that I was always like you're 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 just thinking that because it's so common like you know you just think it's your fault because that's what you always hear in fucking movies or you know and I just feel like yeah people like to say that because they like people who want pity sometimes say it. and yeah don't cancel me for this this is just how i perceive it sometimes it's like somebody would be like oh i thought they left because of me and it was really hard for me to deal with and that could very well be true but yeah. i feel like so many people said i'm like why would you think they left because of you because it, it, it doesn't seem legitimacy but it's interesting to hear from somebody who i know is not bullshitting me because yeah. i don't because the idea of parents splitting because of a kid is so asinine to me that yeah. how could that even cross your mind? But 
I've never been in that position to where yeah. I would start to self-doubt like, oh, it was because of me. Well, it, and that's the thing. If, if this happened two years ago, five years ago, even, you know, six years ago, if I was older, I obviously, I don't think I would have thought that. But mm-hmm. because I, I, I couldn't understand the real concept behind a relationship and what makes a relationship work and all the things that could go wrong, I was the only factor. Well, and being, yeah, only child. And, and yeah, I, I couldn't go to a brother or sister and be like, it's what of us. the fuck is this? <laughs> Not yeah. just me. Yeah, right. I, I, you know, I can place the blame on somebody else too. But yeah, it was fucking me and that's it. And so it it makes you think you're the you're the problem and 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 then you just internalize that and internalize that and internalize that and like i never went and saw you know a counselor i I never went to therapy for it or you know anything like that so it like i don't really think i got like a good explanation of like what i was feeling why i was feeling it and that kind of thing so i was just kind of left in the dark so is that why in new relationships if someone leaves do you feel like it's because of you subconsciously maybe well, or recognized? Not not so much, but I think what the divorce did to me in like, um, like a, a, a real relationship, like not, not not a friendship, but like a me and a girlfriend or okay. something like that. I'm always extremely timid to go further than my my comfort zone. So so like if, if things start to get serious or like I start really having feelings for somebody or you know something like that, I leave. Because I don't want to feel left again. So I do the leaving. It's fucked up. But that's how I cope with it. And that's how I deal with things. So it, like, and, and that's what pisses me off so bad. Because like the relationship could be going so good. But like once I start getting like too comfortable. Or once I start like falling I don't know, too in love. Or like, you know, just opening up a little too much. I get, I get scared. It's like, and, I, okay. and I ditch. See, that's, that's interesting because I'm like the exact opposite. I'd rather somebody break up with me than break up with somebody else. I mean, it, it definitely sucks to be the one It sucks either up. way. Yeah. It sucks either way. Yeah. But I would rather save myself. It, it's selfish, really. But I would rather save myself the heartache of getting left and just leave myself. See, well, hey. Be, be, it's like a... Self-defense mechanism or it's no, like I, a protection. I, I definitely understand that. And I feel like either way you frame it, it's almost selfish. Like if, for example, if we were dating, that'd be perfect because if we broke up, yeah. I'd want you to break up with me and mm-hmm. you'd want to break up with me. But it's it's interesting because you say it's selfish to do it that way because you're leaving so that way you don't have to feel the pain of them leaving. I feel like it's almost selfish because it's like I could be in a position I, I could be in a position where I'm like, uh, I don't want to talk to this person anymore, but I don't want to hurt their feelings. So I'll just, you know idle by waiting for them to do it which is more selfish because it's like well you're not putting your whole effort into yeah, it but it, you're just and, and i would prefer it that way because i feel like even if it let's say i don't even so let's say i'm dating somebody and i don't want to break up at all yeah i would still rather they break up with me because i know that i can handle the sadness of it and even though if it sucks really bad which oftentimes it does mm-hmm. i can handle the like the i can and i can do something about it yeah but if i break up with somebody even if I don't want to, it's like some things like sometimes like you'll break up with somebody like I just not gonna work out. Even though I like you, it's just not gonna work out. I would feel so bad if I found out like they were having a hard time dealing with it. So yeah. it's like to save myself the guilt of breaking up with somebody, I would rather them do it to me. So in that way, I feel like that's selfish because I'm saving myself the guilt of the feeling of breaking up with somebody. So either way you frame it, it could be seen as selfish. Yes. Either way, it's it, a shitty, shitty 
thing all around. Yeah. And I... How do I put it? I... I... And I leave them and I leave the relationship in fear of, I think, being left alone. Not so much me being scared or like me wanting to get out. I don't want to be left alone or I don't want to feel abandoned again. So I have to be the one to leave because I don't want to be put back in that position that I was when I was in third grade and feel those kind of emotions. And which, I mean, honestly, I probably should just so I can like, you know, that digest them Face it. the proper way now as a, as a, you know, a grown person. So it's, it's not so much that, I mean, it is selfish, but it's not so much that I leave because I'm scared. I leave because I don't want to open up, but I leave because I don't want to feel abandoned or I don't want to feel alone. So let me ask you, though, if you leave or when you leave, whatever it may be, does that solve that? Or do you like, does it feel good at first? And then you're like, oh, I feel alone still because now I don't have anybody. Well, it's on my terms. So I feel better about it be, be, because I, I, I'm in control. And that's the other thing. I'm a fucking control freak yeah. because I'm an only child. So that. it's my, you know, my way or the, my, or my way or the highway my whole life. Mm-hmm. So I like to be the one in control. I like to be, you know, on top of things. And so that's also why I think that I would rather be the one to leave. And, and it's weird because maybe I just haven't met the right person. And if I had, I would have stayed. And so... You know, now you're bringing, like, love into it and stuff. So, I mean, like, it, say I had met, you know, my future wife, maybe I wouldn't leave because I feel so comfortable with her and, mm-hmm. and, and because I feel like I could actually open up to her. But whoever I've been with thus far, I've had some sort of doubt or yeah. some sort of second guess, and I'm like... Shouldn't feel that way. Gotta fucking pull out. Yeah. Yeah. And more ways than one. Pack <laughs> <laughs> it before you tag it. Yeah. Um... No, dude, I feel that. I, we could go on and on about different yeah. things, but uh, I mean, we can we can have you on another another episode yeah, to explore dude. those because one hundred percent, I'd love to come back on. I don't want to bore people with four hours and in, in one session, but yeah. either way, thank you. We will have you yeah. on again. Thank um, you. One thing I want to kind of introduce to the series is before anyone signs off, um, share a tip that you have for either something you do that helps you achieve good mental health or something that makes you happy just because um, mental health is a big goal of mine and if we can end it on a positive note uh, and people can learn other things that might make them happy based off what you say, that would be awesome. So what is one thing that either you do to achieve good mental health or something that makes you happy? Well, I don't know if I achieved mental health or good mental health yet, but um, I don't know if I'm, you know... Well, if you're hanging on, if you're on the cliff, what helps you step off? So, um... I guess I'll, I'll take today, for example. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was obviously excited for this. I want to come do this, you know, totally pumped. But then, like, you know, the closer and closer I got, you know, the more and more nerves. Yeah. And, you know, getting a little nervy and shit. And so I, I don't know if this is maybe mental health or more anxiety or what, but I, I love to have, like, a jam session. Like, on the way here, like, I, I actually was worried walking in here that I like fucked my voice up because I was screaming so loud in the car. Just Oh, so you're singing in the jam session. Yes. Yes. Okay. So like I, I being able to like, but this is another thing is like with me, I might not have as many conversations as you do. I might not like use my voice as much as you do. So like, I, I like to like 
use my voice. I like to breathe a lot. I like to do things that will make me feel happier or like calm my nerves or something like that. So like singing at the top of my lungs, breath work, you know, running, all like, those like things. Bit, yes. And running is definitely a thing I need to get back into because it was a huge part of my life. And I think I owe a lot of my happiness in high school to cross country and running. But it seems like you've taken, I mean, a big thing of running is breathing. So if yes, you're taking yes. that, if you're applying that skill in a different setting, I yeah. mean, yeah. translates. So I, I love to breathe. And I mean, I, I know these aren't like huge fucking tips or anything. But um, well, also, I think, I, I think that we need to look more inward instead of outward at other people. I think we need to look more at ourselves and at our relationships, our thoughts, our urges, our temptations, all of that, and deal with those head on rather than looking towards other people and looking what they're doing, looking what is working for them. Because everybody's fucking different. Everybody has their own thing. Everybody has their own happy place. So, I mean... Just because Susie likes to go <laughs> to the mall and shop and, you know, retail therapy, that ain't going to help. No, that can make a lot of things worse. That, that was probably a bad example, but... No, but it she, might help somebody. If she likes to bike and you like to swim, don't go bike just because Susie likes to bike. Yeah, but no. at the same time, it can help unlock something that you might like that you didn't know. True. That's yeah, why very I true. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, try, try everything once. So you'd you know? say, just to, for my summary, you'd say breathing, whether it be... Like inner reflection, like meditation type thing, yep. heavy breaths or singing or running, something that uh, it, it, it kind of like centers you. It like brings you back to like, oh, okay, like now I can assess it. Before you're like, oh my God, you know, this, 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 this. And it, like just a deep breath, you know, slow it down, look at it more, you know, objectively and like assess the issue instead of like snowballing about it yeah. because you're worried or something like Take that. Take a pause. Yes. Take a step back, see what the fuck's going on. And let and it assess out. Assess it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's so, a good tip. Yeah. I mean, we'll dude, I mean, that works for me. I fucking love singing, so I'm right there yeah. with you. Yeah. Um, and then this will be the only time I share what one of my things are because after that, it's going to be on the Instagram. So check it out on Instagram. I don't know the handle yet, so I need to learn how to introduce that better. But I think it's like T-I-M-M pod at Instagram. So either way, look for it. Trapped in my mind. Either way, we'll be sharing that, that tip. But one thing I do that achieves mental health, I kind of alluded, alluded to it, is um, listening to music. Yep. Um, so there's going to be something on Instagram for the, for the song of the week. Check it out to hear my, mine and Ross's uh, songs of the week. Other than that, thank you. I know the nerves, at least for me, to start the podcast were very high. Yep. So I appreciate you being the, the brave one to, to start this with me. Yep. Enjoy the conversation. I appreciate you having me on. Well, you're always, we'll do it again. Yeah, we will. All right, cool. Sounds good, buddy. All right, thanks, guys. Um, like and subscribe this if you, if you, if you liked it. Uh, if you want to be on the podcast, send me an email at... Uh, <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, Just come on, you fucks. T-I-M-M podcast at gmail.com or look me up on instagram if you if you're listening to this you know where to fucking find me so there you go hit me up if you want to be on um with that well i'll see you next week thank you see you guys